Hey now, hey now, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the hey now. Hey now. Welcome to episode 100 of the You Need a Horror Podcast. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's been a it's been quite a journey. Two years in the making. But it's somehow exciting. me and Nick pulled it off. We're here at episode 100. Nick. A hundred years of Unita. <laughs> Wild man. Fountain of Youth. A hundred huh? years. <laughs> Does it yep. feel like a hundred years? <laughs> Sometimes. But in yeah, other but... days, it feels like it's been two days. Between the between this episode and the last one, yeah. It's been a while. We're not used to this kind of break, but obviously we wanted to make it work to get you and Piz on together. So we knew there was going to be a, a lag there, but yeah, it's kind of sucked. I've had people being like, where are you guys at? I'm like, oh, it's, it's coming. So Lee, I want to say thank you for being here. First and foremost. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, just, just I'm happy people, to be here, man. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're, here. I want to let, there's only a few people that I won't say no to very few. Really? So yeah, man, that's it. Yeah. Um, I'll find a way. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Let me just let the audience know right now. We're kind of right now. Piz has been in contact with us today. He had a wreck the other day, so he's kind of banged up. He said he's going to try to hop on. Uh, if he does, I'm just going to bring him in the show. Um, so if he hops on, you'll be just as surprised as we are. But we're thinking about him. He had a wreck. Thank God he's okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on, guys. These people, rear I got rear-ended last month. Just kids not paying attention. They just cream me. Yeesh. Just ran right told my car, man. So uh, could be cell phones. They were. I and I saw it coming too. I was at a. I was trying to turn on the highway, and I happened to look up in my rear view, and I saw him coming. I just saw him. I took wow. a deep breath, and boom, they took me out. So Piz, if you're listening to this, we everybody hopes you're okay. So uh, Piz is a big boy. It's gonna take a pretty big hit to damage that some bitch. <laughs> He's the salt of the earth, man. He is. I love his. Yeah. I, I mean, I had him. I finally had him on my channel uh, with, with Nick, right? Like uh, when Scream yeah. came out. Yeah. And uh, it, it was you would swear that we had streamed together numerous times. You know, that's just how easygoing he is. You, yeah, so you guys are pros, pros, pros. I mean, when you're when you've well, been doing this for so you long, can you say just, that. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't gel with people, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, like you guys, I gel very well with you guys. I gel, gelled immediately with Piz. Speak of the goddamn devil. Uh oh. Well, he's not ready yet. I can see he's probably taking his time. <laughs> um, you know, Lee, I, I want to tell, I, I'll bring Piz in. And once he's, once he's situated, he'll be situated. Uh, I, the, one of the reasons I wanted to have both of you guys on for this. Uh, you both of you have been very influential for me in my YouTube, you know, Piz number one, because he was the first YouTuber I found that opened me up to a world of talking about not just horror, but physical media. And like, it's a conversation that can be had and things like that. And he really launched me to start my channel. And so mm -hmm. Piz has been, you know, He's been very important for me. And the thing about you, Lee, that's different but equally as important is I remember when you came on to YouTube a few years after me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember seeing your channel and um, you were I, – I remember you, you had a very humble, small channel. And so did I, and I still do. 
Yeah. But um, you were a freight train and you blew past people and you blew right past me. And I, it was, it was really instrumental to me because you were the YouTuber I saw that made me realize there's only one thing and that's hard work. Yeah. I, I don't believe in algorithms. I don't believe in luck. I just believe in the hard work. And so that's you, it. you to me are the definition of hard work. And so when I saw that, it really inspired me. And so that's why I've, I've tried to pattern my work ethic off of you. And so both of you guys have been so influential to me. And I'm just happy that you're here and that quite frankly, I can call you friends. So I just wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to start that out by telling you how, what you guys mean to me. So you guys are awesome. And uh, I love you guys. I'm I'm just glad my cam's not on right now because I am I am tearing up. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm just glad people can't see me cry. Piz, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Are you okay, Piz? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I've, I'm just. I'm just really sore and um, mm. just you just just still kind of shaking up. But I mean, I'm good. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. It could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. Thank God, man. Yeah. So, um, luckily, I mean, nothing, nothing was broken. Nothing was fractured. Just, you know, shaken up and sore all over. So is the car totaled? The car's not totaled. Um, his, the other driver's car took the brunt of it, but, uh, the impact was pretty severe. He was going pretty fast and I was at a damn near dead stop. Uh, it's, they got, it's, it's getting crazy out there. Piz. They, these uh, kids ain't paying attention. No, sir. There's nothing like that sound either of metal hitting metal, a car hitting another car. That's the sound that, you know, it's so distinct and you'll never hear it again unless you're in that situation again. And it's, uh, it's jarring. I would prefer to never hear that. I, 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 I've, Mm -hmm. I've been in a couple of little fender, fender benders over the years, but like this was, I've never been rear ended like this, like right on the, right on the interstate, you know, crazy traffic because it's 4th of July weekend. And I mean, uh, goodness. I was in a Thank really you. bad major car accident, it, it, not with another car. This is when I was 17, and I was with a, a buddy of mine, and we had this girl that he was interested in between us. And Ooh. long story short, we hit like an embankment or something like that. And then I remember, and you'll like this, Christian, I was reaching down, and I was I was grabbing a CD, and the CD I was grabbing to change the, the music was Lillian X love and war there you go and that's I'll worth never, that's that, worth reaching that album, down to grab <laughs> yeah that album will always be connected to that experience and, and i was grabbing that and then everything went black and i woke up on the side of the road god damn it was mm. it was and my my frack my uh, lower back was fractured i was mm. in the hospital for two weeks i couldn't walk it was scary man it was and i even i remember um sissy the guitarist, right? The, the guitarist, <laughs> Lillian X. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stevie Blaze. Uh, he was, I, I follow him on Instagram and I literally like commented on one of his Instagram posts. I was like, I almost died <laughs> reaching for your music. And he was like, hey, don't blame me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> so. he, he was just, he, he was just, he, he was just hoping, you know, covering his butt mm-hmm. from litigation, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was crazy, man. So just to follow up, Piz, thank you for, we do appreciate you being here. Uh, it means a lot to us, uh, despite everything. So hopefully you can just 
take it easy and we can try to make you not laugh too hard because i'm sure it'll hurt but um well yeah, luckily i've got some meds so i don't God know bless. how yeah, i don't yeah. know i don't know how long i can hang in there but i, I i'm here i'm here awesome are uh, you in the hospital right now piz or are you- no, no 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 i'm at home i'm at home i'm at home <laughs> oh good okay good. Yeah, with that picture you posted on twitter it looked like that was like you might be in a hospital that was so, that so was, was last that was last night that was my that was okay. my that was my fun saturday night Oof. oh man i'm just glad you're okay man thank yeah. you but just to follow up with what i was gonna say so you guys are very important to me and um of course nick has been with me through this whole 100 episodes and um you know nick annoys the shit out of me sometimes but i wouldn't i wouldn't trade him because he never lets up (laughs) i'm I'm putting i'm gonna put nick over i'm gonna put him over he's never let up on doing episodes he keeps me grounded he's always like what's when when we when we doing this when we doing it and so he keeps me going so um it's been a pleasure nothing going on man you know. It's been a pleasure. So, Nick, if you have any opening, I mean, try to top what I did, but, you know, if you have any opening thoughts. I mean, I could. I'm a pretty good orator. I want to run for president run one day, and my <laughs> whole platform will really just be centered around how, first and foremost, we need to have separate highways for semi-trucks. Um, I would I think I, that, Listen, you'd get my vote. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Because it's a death trap. You know, if they wreck into us, they're fine. We always die. So uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, no, yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about it before when we've had them both on, but just quickly, like, yeah, I, Piz, I remember watching the videos of you with the fan going on and, and you know, in the background and <laughs> uh, the hey people Piz out <laughs> here and that's how you'd open all your videos. And, and mm-hmm. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of, that I remember that and I actually found both of you through the same thing. Uh, Lee, I found your uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 filming location slash, re, you know, revisited video. And that's how mm-hmm. I found you. And then Piz, I found you from your initial Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 video from over mm. 10 years ago. Check okay. that Yep. So, uh, and I mean, obviously I put the poster up behind me for this just because like, I felt like that was kind of on brand. It was, well, that's, you know, how I met, how I found you guys and found people. Cause I was desperately seeking people that did not hate the movie when it came out i was like please somebody (laughs) say something positive about it so the fact that both of you guys did i was like oh okay i like these guys and uh you know it's just kind of gone from there so it it goes without saying to see how both of your guys' channels have evolved um has been really cool uh to be along the journey obviously as far as like the most up-to-date tech like you guys do it you guys always sound great look great put great effort and time into your editing but on top of that i just feel like you get you guys give people a good glimpse of who you are piz not too much because i will tell you guys if you meet piz in person you're like wow this guy is like really talkative and like really outgoing and because he is and i was surprised (laughs) because you know sometimes he could seem a little stoic like you don't know nah he's the life of the party but um yeah you guys it's just been really cool to see and you guys have had a lot of great success and it's well deserved and um, you know, I, I never miss a Jerry, Jeremy time video ever. Um, and, uh, Lee, any time you talk about Halloween, I'm always there, no matter what Halloween movie, no matter what the topic about Halloween it is. Cause I'm like, this guy gets it. So yeah, it's just been awesome to be able to have you guys on and be able to build a relationship with you guys over the years. And yeah, I know both of us feel really grateful and, uh, we hope that this episode for our listeners and for you guys isn't a total waste of time. Cause we're, 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 uh, stoked. Well, just to compliment you guys, um, you three individuals are 
pretty much the most genuine YouTubers I've ever met. Meaning that all three of you seem like you're doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it for mm -hmm. fun because uh, I think we see so many YouTubers. You can tell they're they're in it for the grind. They're hard workers, but they just want to. It's about numbers, and they just want to go up and up and up and up. And then eventually, you lose. And I've had people message me that are, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all have different priorities, but I've had a lot of people message me that, hey, man, why am I not getting the numbers? You know, I get this all the time. And uh, I just say, are you enjoying it? Are you doing it for fun? Because YouTube is an ever evolving machine and you're not always going to get the numbers. And if you do, then, you know, A, you're lucky and B, you're, you're doing something that I'm not because it's still a grind for me. But luckily, the only reason I'm doing it is because I absolutely enjoy talking about movies, especially horror movies. And yeah. you three seem like you're in it for that reason. You seem very genuine about, you know, like you couldn't go a week without talking about horror movies. I yeah, feel like me, you guys. YouTube mm -hmm. and Patreon are not paying my bills. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I think there's, yeah, I mean, you, you, you really hit a nail on the head. And there's, I, I was actually on a, on a stream with a relatively new YouTube channel, uh, not long ago and we were talking about like you know people are eager to start their channels and then it's like well if you know they 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 they, they buy a nice mic they buy a nice camera they get some good editing software they spend a lot of time on that first video it gets no views and they quit yeah. you know what i mean so <laughs> there's so many people who have done that and you know they don't understand the grind and 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 that kind of makes me question well do you really do you really were you just getting in it like for the money for the clout were you just getting in it to like like I, I i don't know if those motives were you know for the love of of talking about movies or sharing your opinion about movies i mean i can understand it being a you know you put in a lot of hours into something and nobody sees it yeah but you know you you just got to understand the nature of the game with youtube you know, if you are starting a new channel and especially in 2023, YouTube sees you as the enemy. You are, you are not to be trusted. So, yeah. you know, you're not going to get promoted. You're, you're not going to, the algorithm's going nowhere near you, but, but I, I really appreciate the kind words that you guys have all said. And, um, you know, you guys and Lee, I'm getting to know you a lot better and I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting to know you better. And, but, but Christian and Nick, you know, I've known both of you guys for, for quite some time. Um, I've met both of you guys. I know you both are, are, are fine, upstanding young gentlemen. And, um, it, there's, you know, there's, um, uh, and, and keep in mind, I am on some meds, so I, I don't know where this is. <laughs> I, I don't know where this is going, but I, we're just going, we're just going with it. But I think you guys, you know, you guys, you guys are. I, I applaud both of you. You guys earn, have earned and deserve the followings that you have, uh, the success that you have. And I'm glad that, you know, you, there's genuine people out there doing what we're doing. And, you know, the clout, the money, all that crap, it helps. It's cool. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's it's not the only reason why we're doing what we're doing. You know, well, there's there's you know, this this thing, this 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 sense of community. That's what it that's one of the big things for me. You don't have to applaud us because like Christian and I both just said, we would not have been created if not for you guys. 
So like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if anything, you guys should look at it as like, wow, we like, this is the next generation that we inspired. And, and that's, that's really cool because that is the truth. I mean, yeah, I, I uploaded a couple of videos, you know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago yeah. when I was a teenager, but I didn't take, it was just like, Hey guys, look at all my Halloween shit. Like, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't upload again for two years. I had walking pneumonia as Christian would say. And so like, um, I didn't take it seriously. I didn't think to become like a YouTuber in any sense of the word until people like you guys. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know Christian and I both, I don't want to speak for Christian, but yeah, we appreciate that. But yeah, it's because of you guys. So also if we ever do anything super messed up, it's your fault. Like you, <laughs> you guys created this. You, you well, know I'm sure was- Piz and I, and I don't want to speak for Piz, but I'm sure he was inspired by somebody. And I think the, you'd be, quite surprised by who inspired me to get into youtube um well first off i always like i used to watch siskel and ebert uh back in the day and i used to love that that craft and just being able to break down a movie and talk about a movie and mm-hmm. but they were like you know they're on tv and i thought there's no way i could ever do that you know who did you I, prefer between the i two? remember what's that who did you prefer between the two um I don't know. I think, I think maybe Siskel a little bit, but it's, I don't, it's a Gene tough was, one. To, Gene was to the say. tougher, Gene was the tougher cookie to crack. And then yeah, he, was, he would, but, uh, he would randomly Ebert would, praise would a go movie. off if he was offended, yeah. you know? But like, I love how Gene would randomly applaud that one movie that you think he would absolutely hate. Like he yeah. loved Rocky four. And Roger yeah. was like, "This there's there's no movie here. This is a music video." Yeah. And Gene, of all people, <laughs> was like, "No, this is people are gonna love this." I loved mm-hmm. Gene. I loved Gene. I just wanted to I wanted yeah. to know that because I I have gone down a rabbit hole of constantly watching any Siskel and Ebert video I possibly could find, and I've oh, read a lot of Roger's stuff. books. I love those guys. Mm. I love those guys. But but the kid who inspired me was when I was uh, I was in Afghanistan in 2012, and that's when I first discovered YouTube. And there was this young kid um, by the name of Nate Dunning. Nate Dunning Films. Yeah. He doesn't have a YouTube, YouTube channel. Anymore. I, think I, and I, think oh, he I only, remember Nate. That sound that name sounds familiar. Yeah, I think he only, he only had a couple hundred subscribers. But he mm-hmm. was talking about Halloween, and he was talking about all the movies. He had the worst lighting. Green walls, you know, and just and but he was just doing it because he loved it, you know, and he was well spoken. And, um, yeah, his walls, you know, everything was just it wasn't like a and that's not a knock. That's I was like, I was inspired by that. You know what? If this guy can do it, then maybe I can do it. And, uh, I'm actually friends with Nate Dunning on Facebook now. They YouTube literally killed his channel probably like six years ago. They just mm-hmm. delete, you're done. And he was really upset about it, but he never made another channel. But I always try to stop to tell him, hey, Nate, just as you know, dude, you're the one that got me into this. Not not Chris Stuckman, not Jeremy Johns, little Nate Dunning with, you know, 300 subscribers. Mm-hmm. He's the one that got me into this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to watch him all the time, too. Same. He pissed me off around that time with Rob Zombie's Halloween movies because he hated him so bad. <laughs> but Nate was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. He was. But yeah. like you said, Lee, you could tell that was a passion project for him because it didn't look like if he just rolled out of bed, like he was like, I'm going to put the camera up and I'm just going to start talking about it. So it's like that was yeah. that was really cool. You guys remember uh, Andrew Balina? Balina? Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. I watched yeah. him a lot back yeah. in the day, too. Yeah, his Halloween collection was absurd. Like, insane. I think he was on uh, Blu-ray.com, actually. Probably. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't you don't you remember back in the day? I know Piz for sure because he started really early. When I started too, just in 2012, just the thrill of having a video on a stream like website that I could see. It, it, at that point in the beginning, it didn't even yeah. matter if it got a view. Just the thrill of like, holy shit! It like I'm watching my video I made on this website, dude. That was incredible at the time. Mm. It, what it, it, getting a view didn't even matter. I no, like, I it felt did. like I made it. I was like, oh my god, I, I'm on a website. I'm on YouTube. That I, was I mean, incredible I, back then. Yeah, I, like I, I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Like everything that's had any longevity in my life, I just walked into it with no expectations, very little preparation, and like just it, it just somehow sticks. And like mm. I remember, I remember thinking like the movie community was like literally. 10 20 channels <laughs> um and uh because that was that was my little insular group of people that i watched and that i kind of knew and that had inspired me to start and you know so like you know I, I expected 10 or 20 views and that was kind of it i mean i literally thought like that those first couple of videos like i was talking to just a handful of people and um so yeah you know, don't like you it, still kind of feel like that though oh it, when I, I i don't even like it, it doesn't cross like th this is something that shocks me even still to this day after all these years the reach that you can have just being a heavy set guy in a man cave in kentucky talking into a camera that that yeah. video can go to all across the world it can reach all kinds of people of different ages and like the, you know, you can, you can influence people to watch a movie that they, that they would have never watched otherwise. And, and, and now they love it. You can reach people who are going through a difficult time in their lives and be, you know, uh, something that pulls them out of the funk or something that mm -hmm. helps them through the funk. You know what I mean? So that's something even to this day, like, I, I like, I don't think of you know, oh, I mean, however many people's going to watch this video. I, I just don't, that thought doesn't cross my mind while I'm making it. But like when you see the comments or like you get the, 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 the DMs from people who are like, you know, that video helped me through a tough time or it's because of you that I watched pieces and now I love that damn movie. So, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's stuff like that, that just, you know, pieces. always, yeah, literally I've had people message me and go, dude, I watched, I, I've never heard of pieces. I never would have watched that movie. I watched it and I, now I love it. So, uh, or, or the burning, I've had people message me about the burning or madman or some of these, you know, some of these movies like that. And, but the reach, the influence, the positivity that you can bring to people is something that really, uh, that's the thing, even still to this day is just really kind of overwhelming and, it, um, uh, humbling. And it's just a great feeling. You know, you know what I used to love that you would do too, Piz? Do you remember file 13? Oh Yeah. If I could, if I had a dollar for every movie I watched because of you reviewing it, mm -hmm. dude, you'd, or if you had a dollar because <laughs> of a movie I watched that you reviewed, you'd be fairly wealthy. Mm. I mean, so many films that you had brought up. I'm sure I, I'm sure I was one of those guys that messaged you about pieces back in the day too. And Madman, mm. you know. Yeah. It's incredible. And you know, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are. There are still these little slasher films from the heyday that I still have yet to see. How mm. many goddamn movies did they make during this? It's incredible. Oh, a million of them. 
And vinegar and, syndrome and keeps days, finding them. You, yeah, these <laughs> yeah. days you barely see new slashers. And, and they, if we do get one that's decently made, you're running to it. You're like, oh my god, a, a new slasher! Holy crap, this is awesome! You know, yeah. You just, mm -hmm. get, I get excited. I do. Or, anyway. I get or really a new excited old slasher. New it's incredible. Like Rush yeah. Week oh, yeah. was one I saw uh, oh. a couple years ago, and it was so fun. Oh, I love Rush. Which Week. one? Rush Week. Oh, I haven't even seen that one yet. So, so there you go. Oh. Like, I yeah. So good. So fun. So really fun. fun. Mm -hmm. I, I don't love Killer Party. That's the probably the one that I got yeah. the most excited about after watching it recently. Yeah. yeah, I loved Killer Party. Have you loved dabbled it. much with uh, Vinegar Syndrome, Lee, or any of their catalog? Um, probably just maybe scratching the surface. But scratching the surface. Yeah, but but I mean, talking about um, those deep cuts, and uh, I, that's the thing that still to this day that I get the most invested in and and have the most fun. And if I do a video that does really really well but i feel like i put no effort into that whatsoever i was you know like a trailer <laughs> reaction or something like that i don't really get i don't even, and this is i'm just gonna be honest i don't even get excited about answering comments on those videos but if i do a video on killer party and i get three comments i am i'm giving them a paragraph each because i am just so invested in that conversation about that deep cut slasher those are the ones that i get so excited about you know Dude, I feel you. Mm -hmm. I felt like that way with The Vagrant, which was this little mm -hmm. Bill Paxton movie. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> Bill Paxton <laughs> did a lot of deep cuts. <laughs> no, I keep forgetting he's in Titanic. I revisited oh, Titanic yeah. the other day. Dude, that movie fucks me up. Why'd you oh, revisit yeah, it's, it, It's Christian? brutal. You know? Uh, do what now? Why'd you revisit it? Did anything happen that just made you think about the Titanic? Or Yeah, I mean, obviously, all the... the yeah, the uh, recent news. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I know. Dude, yeah. I have a morbid fascination about the titanic but it seems like the world does right and yeah, i, I constantly too. go on youtube yeah. and i'll watch footage and it's so haunting and i was talking to my grandma mm -hmm. about this and my grandpa my grandpa me and nick did an episode about i forgot what it was but it turned into talking about spirits and ghosts mm -hmm. and my grandpa who had triple bypass surgery and was declared dead for like six minutes he wow. has never lied to me in his life, and he would swear up and down. He sees, he tells, oh, I see, I see, but I see stuff, Christian, and he, and he doesn't act like he's scared. He's like, oh yeah, sometimes at night I'll see your grandma's mom, just kind of like caressing her hair while she's sleeping on the bed. I'll see her, and he's and it's so like I believe him. So like when, mm -hmm. it, when I remember, I I call him Pappy. I was like, Pappy, let me ask you something. It's like what happened with this, with this uh, sub tank thing. And matter of fact, he goes, they're sick and tired. I know this sounds like kind of messed up, but this is the way he sees it. He's like, they're sick and tired of being like animals at the zoo. That's their graveyard. They're sick of being on display. Mm -hmm. They blew up. They blew up the submarine. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you tell me the ghost blew up the submarine? <laughs> He's like, yeah, absolutely. But what well, did what well, didn't that thing implode like right above where the Titanic was? No, it imploded about two thousand, almost two thousand feet down, and the Titanic oh, is okay. like twelve thousand. But they found the wreckage about sixteen hundred feet from the bow of the Titanic, so wow. they didn't even make it a fourth of the way there before the hull just gave out and they imploded. So that guy really cut corners because they yeah. couldn't even make it halfway. So yeah, yeah. Crazy. Jim Cameron like, said that they were. He said like he knew it was going to be a. He, he, he said he should have been more vocal about it because I didn't realize that Jim Cameron had done like 40 
trips in subs to the Titanic. He's been to the Mariana yeah. Trench, which is twice as mm-hmm. deep as the Titanic. Imagine that. How much they'd have to pay me. I would go. With, I would go with Cameron. I wouldn't go with anybody. Oh, else. oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If that's You're, the only way to talk yes, to James Cameron, he, yeah, he has the deep sea Challenger, which is his submersible, which is like one of the three best in the entire world. So, like, I would go with James Cameron. I'm not going with anybody else, no matter how much you pay me. It's not happening. See, I would I would have backed out of that little sub trip the uh, the moment somebody mentioned, yeah, we're controlling it with an Xbox controller. I'd been like, oh, I'm ba- I'm out. <laughs> what? See you later. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> Actually, I heard Hold it was on, like there's a, an update. Actually, yeah, actually, I heard there was it was a Logitech. First, I heard Xbox controller. Yeah. Then I heard a Logitech controller. That's, Logitech. that's what? crazy. This is, are, are you are you playing Call of Duty? Or are you controlling a submersible? You know what I mean? <laughs> I have a Logitech uh, webcam, and that thing dips out if I plug it into the wrong USB. <laughs> well, imagine <laughs> you know? what if it what if it would be? Remember, you remember back in like the. Nintendo 64 plays that, that really cheap company, Mad Cats. What if it would have been a Mad Cats yeah. controller? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> as soon as it touched the water, the thing would have exploded. The, the, like, the tour he gave of it was going viral after the fact, and he made a comment like, there's one button, and the idea was to make this to where like it was so simple – anybody could operate it and i can't remember who the comedian was but he like mentioned that video and he was like no if i'm going in a sub twelve thousand feet below the surface of of you know below sea level i want it to look so complex with so many fucking buttons that like i know the person that's controlling this is like super well equipped because when you're going down there it's like we got this one button it's like an elevator and then here's the controller and if you throw it against the wall it's fine it won't break and if it does we have backups and like that that's the yeah. technical side of everything no you should have three backups no. if you're going down to the titanic you know? no so you can so somebody rage quits on the t- <laughs> if they rage quit driving the sub they have another controller <laughs> like did they even test it before they went down there not that deep not that deep. It's no. crazy. Why would, yeah. Oh God. Just giving oh. up your life. It's sad. But and you, then, then you see these kids. One of the kids had a Blink One Eighty Two concert. You know. Wow. And I, I don't, I, I don't mind saying if, if I'm in that sub Lee, and it, let's say you were my dad, you better be waiting by that goddamn phone until I'm dead. You better not be going yeah. to no concert. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? You know what That's I'm saying? Crazy. You better be waiting by that damn phone. Yeah, it was his stepdad. <laughs> And I guess yeah. he didn't like even. And it seemed it, like he didn't even. They said he was a little loopy though too. That guy. Yeah, but you, I mean, Jesus Christ! You think when somebody's in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean, like you, you snap think, off? Yeah. You yeah. See, the, to add insult to injury, I heard. I, I I don't know if this is true, but I heard while they were going down in the sub, they were listening to "My Heart Will Go On." So the last Stop. thing they heard was "My Heart." I swear to God, that's what I was told. Of course, I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if it was true or not, but uh, to to make it even worse for them, the last thing they heard was Celine Dion. Hey, Piz isn't Piz isn't wrong. Not only is did I hear the same thing, but I heard someone say that it was like programmed on a loop. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. So someone That's was like, imagine insane. if they are stuck at the bottom of the ocean and they're sitting there running out of oxygen, and Celine Dion's just on a loop. For did like they see Jack's body like hours. float across the front of the? <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible oh man <laughs> well what that, you a know, way to go god isn't it isn't it crazy how like the jokes and the memes come instantly oh instantly. they're hilarious too and, i'm sorry yeah. you the, know the, oh, they've been, the jokes and the memes have been absolutely vicious and absolutely yeah. hilarious 
<laughs> I, I, I feel like you can laugh at the jokes, but still know whether they're these really wealthy people or not. Dude, that's somebody's. Those are those it's are tragedy, those are yeah. right. and it's terrible. But some of them yeah. are some of them are some of but, them. I had I had to laugh in private. I yeah, was Christian, laughing yeah. so hard to, to you and anybody listening that may not know this on the waiver that they had to sign to go down on the first page of the waiver. It mentioned death in the first paragraph three times. So what the hell they knew they knew that like there was probably I mean, I would even say best case scenario 50 50 shot like and they did it anyway. So incredible. Yeah. <sighs> I, but with that, you know, all that I've, I've, I have a pretty deep fear of, I have this reoccurring dream where I'm fall. I wake up in my dream and I'm just falling into the Atlantic ocean or something. And I, it's, Mm. I don't know what that dream means, but I have Mm. a deep fear of the ocean. I don't want to ever be in the ocean. I don't like it, but I have a fascination about it too. So when all this was going down, I started wanting to know how many other ships are underwater that they found and i didn't know this but a few years ago <coughs> you remember in jaws when quint's talking about the uss indianapolis mm-hmm. yeah they found they found it a few years ago but they they're not wow. saying what the they're not saying what the location is of the ship uh, smart. but there's there's footage of the ship on youtube and they actually had i i think this was a few i don't know how many years ago it was recent but they had somebody that was on the ship he's an old man yeah, but he was on the ship and he was kind of directing traffic for the viewers about this part of the ship. This and it, oh, it's so there's something so haunting about it's like because it's a graveyard mm-hmm. is it what is, it yeah. is. It's Jesus, man. And well, they found the Titanic, I think, in the mid 80s. I think that's yep. 85, I remember it was all over the news by yeah. accident. 86 by accident. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. They were trying to find two nuclear submarines. Crazy. And yeah, they they, they found I've the always been like yeah. kind of. um I don't want to use obsessed, but I've always been really, really into the Titanic just because you say, yeah, it's like a freaking graveyard below the ocean. And then I don't know, like, did any of you guys see Titanic in the theater? Yes. I was a little kid, but I saw it. Yeah. I saw it too, man. And I I tell you, I was terrified. It hit it. You know what? You might see three movies in your lifetime in the theater that hit you. I mean, really, really, really hit you. You know, it's not entertainment. It's more than that. It's an experience and it grabs. I watched this interview with Cameron just the other day. Yeah. And it, this interview came out right after he did Titanic. And he talked about the cinematic experience of pulling you out with emotion and, um, but making you feel safe, but you're still feeling those emotions that these characters. And he said, the reason he created Jack and Rose was I didn't want to just make a love story. I wanted them to be the emotional anchor of the story. So that way, by the time you're invested in them, you're automatically invested in the actual tragedy. And it hits you that much harder by the time you get to the end of the movie. And he was right. And I never realized that effect until I watched that interview just two days ago. Why did I, I'm not gonna lie. I cried my fucking eyes out after Titanic. It hit me like no movie ever has ever hit me. There was a guy that looked just like Piz that was sitting right, like two seats down. I mean, tears rolling. It down could have been pissed. Well, it look, just, look, just just because he and I were both insanely attractive, <laughs> alpha males. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Doesn't mean that we don't have emotions too. Yeah, dude. It, dude, it affects it for some reason. I 
I, yeah, because of all of this that went on, it made me want to see the film again. Yeah. It affects me. I got, it takes me three or four days to get out of it, you know, because it's like, yeah. holy shit. It affects me. And I didn't realize that there were other kind of movies before Titanic, but this was the first one where after James did a deep sea dive, like, and they really investigated and stuff, this was the first movie where they actually did the ship where it breaks and sinks. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then I yeah, went, yeah, yeah, because and then on, just it kind of like capsized and then just fell straight down. And then I, I, I've been watching all this stuff on YouTube, and they had in 1993 it was an interview with this old woman, and she told the story of what she experienced. And she said, I watched the ship break in half. And then people wow. after that would tell me it didn't break in half. And I was like, no, it, I did. I, I was there. Like, imagine this woman going through the rest of her life in the fifties and sixties and stuff, telling people her story and these experts and stuff telling her the ship couldn't have broken half. She was there for God's sake. She was there. She's like, yeah, she's like, people would tell me that I was wrong. I'm like, I watched it break in half. The sight of that would, pr I guarantee you there were suicides after the Titanic of the people who that just probably oh, yeah. couldn't get out of, couldn't, the survivors that could not get out of it mentally. Well, well, check this out. Check this out. Um, on the, the James Cameron interview, this is another thing I just found out. There was a rescue boat and it was coming, you know, coming towards everybody. The water's 26 degrees. Um, they said the rescue boat could have saved more people, but the, out of they were scared to death because all they heard was screaming and yelling. And this was like one of the quietest nights of the year. Uh, the water was still, but there was just this like group of people and they're all in the water and they're screaming, you know, because they're dying. And the, the, they, they assumed that they didn't rescue more than they could have because they were just in shock. You know, and just it's like listening to somebody die right before your eyes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Dude. And oh, it's God. it's brutal, man. It's yeah. brutal. And then imagine the it's, silence after that if you're a survivor in one of those boats. Yep. Oh Pearl geez. Harbor tried to copy the formula of Titanic, and I think it just failed miserably. Yeah. Well, Michael because, Bay, you know. Michael Bay, yeah, that's kind of the big reason. <laughs> but also the story was just way too well. forced, you know, the love triangle. Mm -hmm. it, it just didn't feel natural. Is that the best James Cameron movie to you guys? Oh goodness! Uh, ooh. most impactful maybe. Man, I I gotta go with Terminator. Terminator is yeah. my favorite. And Piz is right. I mean, it's I think that's the genius of James Cameron is he can make different types of movies, and they, they can all feel big, but they can be like a completely different genre. You know, like you're not gonna have the same emotional impact from Terminator that you're gonna have from Titanic. No. So it's hard to say which one's actually the better movie. And I, I think it, maybe it depends on your mood, too. I think Titanic's a masterpiece. I really do. But I kind of agree with Piz. I've watched Terminator far more times. You know, yeah, the first Terminator. It, having said all that, though, I think we can all admit, whether it's the one we gravitate to or not, that's what he's going to be remembered for, is that movie. Like 50, 100 years from now, when scholars are talking about James Cameron, the first movie they're going to mention is going to be Titanic or in the first movie, the lay person will think of is Titanic. Mm -hmm. Like I, I really do think that's the case. Shout out Piranha to the spawning. No, I know he can't <laughs> deny that. Yeah. We know, we know James. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to revisit the abyss. Speaking of another underwater movie. Yeah, that's a good one. The abyss is good. It's good. Yeah. But it kind mm -hmm. of pisses really me off good, that really his good. movies are just like, 
you know, some of the stuff I'm dying for it to get physical media releases or 4Ks. You know, like I just need True Lies. That's all I need. Mm. <laughs> That's all, for some reason, it's not coming, and I don't know what the deal is. But like, True mm. Lies is one of my favorites too. I think that's Jamie Lee's best movie. You know, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Yeah, I, why is it that on Blu-ray or 4K? Is it is it Cameron holding it back, or do we even know? So I mean, it's got to be Cameron, right? I saw I saw something on Twitter of this guy that was some kind of liaison for Cameron or some kind of assistant to him. And he was doing some kind of press conference for something with avatar to way of water. Mm-hmm. And this guy, it, it was a video. This guy goes, what about some of Cameron's movies like true lies and abyss on 4k or blue HD? And the guy goes, it's coming. And he's like, well, what is it? And he goes, they're done. He has to approve it. Mm, so it's wow. literally just waiting on James. If that's true, what I can't see if this guy works for Cameron and he's lying, but it literally sounds like it's, we're just, they're just waiting on James Cameron to sign off on this. <sighs> restorations he's got to finish those 12 avatar movies and he'll get around to it yeah so you know he never went to film school he dude his story is incredible it's incredible he was xeroxing books at at the library and for free he has the greatest story i've ever heard it's inspirational if he like if he can do it this guy didn't even go to film school he he thinks outside the box and he has two of the three highest grossing movies of all time it's incredible incredible yeah you know he doubles down he goes bigger he goes home like uh titanic is one of the few movies that the hoopla around the movie before it even came out was probably just as big everybody thought this movie's destined to fail there's because it went over budget like a hundred million dollars and i remember at the time they were like they were already planning on the movie to fail they thought Mm -hmm. oh this there's no way this movie's gonna be a hit and then it comes out and what's cool about it is it didn't debut like freaking 200 million dollars it debuted at like under $30 million, but yeah. week after week after 12 weeks in a row, that movie was number one, 12 weeks in a row. Yeah. And uh, I think it still holds the record for the most number of weeks in a row at number one. It's insane. You know, I, I just remember the impact it had. I didn't see it in the theater, but I, I, I remember the impact that it had and hearing mm-hmm. people talk about, you know, their experience watching it in theaters. And it, like you said, Lee, like a, you know, a buddy of mine said he went to watch it. And like when the, the end credits started to roll people, you know, like he got up and started walking out of the theater and people were, nobody else got up to walk out. They were like no. glued to their seat with like tears in their eyes. You know what I mean? Um, my neighbor, um, she had the two VHS version of the movie and she kept it right in the center on top of her television, like surrounded by these fake flowers and like on a doily. Like it was her, it was like a Titanic shrine on top of her television. Yeah. So that's how much it meant to her. Yeah. Oh, I went in se- September 22nd, I think is when it was officially released. Like, the, and that's nine months after the movie came out theatrically. Uh, it was released on VHS, that two V. And I remember going to the blockbuster and they had like a freaking whole display of, those two those double vhs sets mm-hmm. and i remember buying it <laughs> those were the days the two vhs sets casino oh, heat yeah. Um, yeah, casino. Yeah. I got yeah. casino oh yeah Love um I, I meet joe black was a double um let's see yep. oh man i had like the uh the the natural born killers director's cut that had the the second vhs was like the, the special features and stuff you know what i mean so yeah. it was uh oh yeah the the double vhs well, hey man. guys what do you know pop quiz what's the relevance of meet joe black <clears throat> like what, what's one little thing that's interesting about meet joe black 
the theatrical release. <laughs> you got me over a barrel. I don't remember. I, I I don't. I know I've not seen the thing in its entirety, so okay. I, I couldn't even tell you. Phantom Menace trailer was that's, oh, okay. it debuted at Mijo Black. People showed up to the movie. They watched the trailer. They got up. They left. They didn't even watch me. <laughs> that was a, that, that's that a true was, story. That was a Chris Rock joke too. Chris Rock made a joke out of that. I remember. Yeah. You're kidding yeah. me. Yeah, people went. No, to that, that that look it up. That actually yeah. happened. So many yeah. people didn't even stay. They just wanted to see the trailer for the Phantom Menace. Serious question. Serious question for the three of you guys. If the internet wasn't the way it is. <laughs> And they still did that today, where trailers would drop before movies. Would you ever find yourself going to a movie just to see a trailer and then leave? Because I can tell you I would. I'm uh, too cheap. Way too cheap to do that. Uh, it, yeah. It, it, if it was a new Halloween movie, I'm no, there. No. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm saying for me. For me, I would do it. If for I believe you. Oh, I for me, you. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, way I, too cheap. No, Dude, no, I was literally, no. when Halloween 2018 was announced... Oh my God, I was I was shaking. I couldn't, and, and yeah, your whole body was shaking. It was, man. If you if you had to only if the only way you could see that is in the theater, I would I would go see. Halloween can five believe, reference. Can you believe? Can you guys? Yeah. I was thinking about this today. Can you guys believe that was fucking five years ago? Five. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Just, just think what all has changed in the world since that movie came out. You are so right, Piz. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I had a feeling we were going to get to this subject too because I know I know exactly what Piz is talking about with politics getting involved with entertainment and the division, and you have some people that are on the far left side of it, and you got some people that are on the far right side of it, and you got people like me that are I'm in the middle. I'm you know, so I think sometimes agendas are pushed, and sometimes I think people um, they take some of this shit a little bit too seriously. You know, and you can tell because when they make 18 videos before the movie even comes out, (laughs) we know what they're. You know, but yeah, it's it's strange times that I never, ever thought I would ever see in my entire life. You know, I mean, I'm freaking 50 years old this month and I never thought that, you know, we would live in a time like this, you know, with cinema. And and I'll even admit Disney has made some weird choices Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. the past couple of years, pretty much Mm -hmm. since Star Wars. They got Star Wars and it's it is strange. Like Disney doesn't have. Like all their IPs are previous IPs, you know, that they acquired mm-hmm. and then they arguably ran into the ground, you know, like I can't Very think cool. of any brand new Disney movies that are, and I'm sure I'm wrong, but you know what I mean? It, it's a weird time. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. Yeah, aside from Marvel, and even then there's some, those are hit and miss lately, but yeah, a lot of the existing IP that they're bringing back, it's not doing well. Even man. after, like, especially yeah. after Endgame. Yeah, India like Indiana Jones. I've never been the biggest indie fan. I like the first three. I thought Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is fine, but like Indiana Jones wasn't like Star Wars for me growing up. Like it didn't have this crazy nostalgia for it. But I did like the movies, so I had no interest in the new one. I was like, I'll watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus or whatever. But and I saw people, you know, relatively enjoyed it. But it was just one of those movies that was like, but who was asking for it? And yeah. why'd you mm-hmm. spend $300 million? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. what kind of, that's the dumbest business decision ever. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. Well, it, it, my it, knee jerk not- reaction to that is maybe it was, um, and I don't know if this is true, but maybe it was Kathleen Kennedy 
constantly doubling down, uh, you know, okay, this wasn't a hit. Let's try this. This wasn't a hit. Then let's try mm-hmm. this. You know, mm-hmm. I want to prove myself. And she just looks worse and worse with every mm-hmm. movie. And, and th- you know what? This actually brings up a good point because I have four different horror channels in front of me. And we all know about a lot of other channels that are really doing very well on YouTube because of all this hate and the negativity. But I never hear like, what does a horror channel think about this? So I'll 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 go around the room if it's okay with Christian, and I'll sure. ask. Uh, I guess I'll ask Christian first. And here's just a blanket statement: What do you think of like, say, the Star Wars, the new Star, Star Wars sequel trilogy? I think that's a because that, the Star Wars sequel trilogy kind of sums up your entire thought of what's going on with Disney right now. So that's a good place to start. Completely aimless. And then when you have a movie yeah. where the fans hate it, I I don't like that Last Jedi movie at all. But the fact that the fans dictate the direction of the movies is very dangerous. We live in we live very in very we live in very dangerous times. I cannot bring myself to go see an eighty one year old Harrison Ford try to play a superhero. I can't mm-hmm. do it. And I I have I don't even watch superhero movies, and I'm sick of them. I don't even watch yeah. them, and I can't get away from them. So I think they need to completely reset, bring back just movies like in the 90s, man, watching movies like Heavyweights or First Kid. Disney was doing all kinds of original ideas. There was new original ideas all the time. It's the bigger you are, the harder you fall. That's where I'll leave it. It's exactly Mm -hmm. how I feel. I um, I, keep in mind, I didn't see the last one. There, I, there was just nothing that could get me in the theater or, or to, to rent that one or what, whatever. <laughs> there was just not, there was no way. After whatever the middle one was, what was it? The Rise of Sky? Last Jedi? Last Jedi. Last, the Last Jedi, yeah. The Last Jedi. I was, I was done. I was done. Mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, I thought, was fine, but it's A New Hope all over again. And then The, the yeah. Last Jedi, to me, was just abysmal. Yeah, so I hated it. abysmal. I was just, I was done from there. You know, Rogue One, <laughs> Rogue One was good. You know what I mean? I, I even look, even that solo movie, it wasn't great. It was okay. But again, it's something nobody was asking for. And, um, yeah. you know, you, you can't deny whether you're on the far right, the far left or in the middle, there's, there's a, you know, there was a huge agenda being pushed with, with all these Disney properties, even right up to this new Indiana Jones movie. And people just continue to to reject it. And, you know, um, you, you were talking about the Internet a little while ago. The Internet's a great thing, but it's also it, it, it can also suck because we all know, like you, you never knew that a movie had production problems or that a movie was recast or that a movie cost $300 million to make unless you were like reading Variety or, right. or something yeah. like that. So you didn't know all this crap back in the day. Now we all, now we all like, oh, did you hear, you know, they're, they dumped three hundred million dollars into into the new Indiana Jones. Or like, oh, did you hear the the rumors about the new Indiana Jones movie and what they're doing to poor Indy? You know, so it 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 sours things. But you know what I mean? It's the it, the Disney has soured themselves. They've ran all of these classic, iconic, um, revered nostalgic properties into the ground and they it seems like they've gone out of their way to take our heroes indiana jones han solo luke skywalker and turn them into 
cowards, incompetent, inept, cowardly idiots <laughs> that are saved yeah. by a perfect woman. Yeah. Because modern feminism isn't about empowering women. It's about emasculating men, period. And I think people Man, are tired. It. People are tired of that shit and they see it coming a mile away. And you know what I mean? You can, uh, there's so many people defending Kathleen Kennedy on, on Twitter and everywhere. She's not going to hire you, dude. I'm sorry. She's not going to hire yeah. you to, to, to do her next project. Cause she's probably not going to have any more projects after this. She sucks. Her movies have sucked. Yeah. Deal with it. I like drug out biz. You, you Disney has, I love his honesty. Disney has taken star Wars, star Wars and buried it. Look at the state star Wars is in. And guess what? They're rebooting it with more Ray stories. We're going to have more <laughs> They're doubling <Ray>. down. <laughs> They're double, Kathleen Kennedy is doubling. She's failed, failed, and failed. And she's doubling yep. down on more failing. And she's going to fail again. Stop it. Who's giving this woman money? Whose photos does she have? <laughs> she's got, yeah, she knows where the bodies are buried, apparently. Exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah. when, when your act, when your main, well, not main star, but when, when Mark Hamill goes on a world tour to yes. talk about how much he hates this movie he did. Yes. Run. I mean, an actor may not be a big fan of a movie, but he's to go on a world tour to talk about how much he doesn't like it. We may have some problems. Yes. Mark Hamill <laughs> continuously warned everybody. Don't watch this movie. If you like the old Star Wars, you're not going to like this movie. Uh, my, what do I think of my character? They ruined it. Uh, people thought he was joking or something I'm like, no, but they took hands down the most revered, beloved not just movies, but I mean, look at all the, the whole universe. It's culture. It's culture. It, it, yeah. culture. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They took, this happened under their regime, under yeah. their thumb. They ran it into the ground. And now you, Star Wars is dirt. Star Wars is dirt. They did that. They did that. How, how yeah. could you, how could you do that to Star Wars? You had to work. You had to put effort. You put twice as much effort into destroying it as you, if, if you just done half the effort, you could have made better movies. You worked so hard to destroy Star Wars to prove a point, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, there uh, was a time when I was shaking for Star Wars like I was for Halloween. Like I, I could not wait until the next Star Wars movie because the right amount, like George always waited three years between each movie and each movie, like it or not, felt like George Lucas. Sure. You know, whereas now it feels like a product that's not really well taken care of, but it feels like they want to, um, well, I guess it's like, an, like Piz was saying, you know, they want to emasculate men and they want to give women power when it should just feel natural. Right. Like I, I when I first saw Ray in The Force Awakens, I, I was like, she seems like a really interesting character, you know? And then it, I think, eventually you started seeing what they were doing with this because she kind of came off as perfect. And, and, and it wasn't just that, but it was also the way they were treating Luke. So it was those mm -hmm. two things combined that started kind of destroying, especially the last Jedi, like force awakens. I had a decent time with it, even though it is pretty much uh, a, let's let's George Lucas said this. They said, they're just going to cop. We don't, I don't want to do that. 
okay, I'm just going to wash my hands up and let you guys do it because you guys just want to do a remake of A New Hope. You know, but it's now it's a machine, you know, and I'm not just talking about Star Wars. I'm talking about social media and the, the movie industry. It's all part of this machine and the mystery's gone. We're pretty much all big, high profile type movies like you guys remember back in the day. And it probably wasn't even too long ago where there was a mystery around a production and you only knew about 10 percent of what was going on. So when you went to the theater it felt more like a big experience. And there was a question mark. Ooh, how'd they do that? And how'd they do mm -hmm. that? Now mm -hmm. they give you so much behind the scenes in the trailers, uh, on social media, on Twitter, you know, it's, it, it doesn't feel like it used to. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, I remember it, going to see Rocky four, um, just walking down the theater and I saw the poster for Rocky four and I was like, Oh, they're making a new Rocky movie. You know, now yeah. these days, you know, about the new Rocky movie, months and months and months before you even see the first poster yeah, yeah. You know, back uh, then i all i saw was a 30 second tv spot jump exactly. in there nick <sighs> go ahead <laughs> you gotta just jump in so I, jump I, in, I, agree, I agree with the general general sentiment about what disney has done to star wars as a brand as a whole but i it's i get there differently than you guys and i, I might lose brownie points whatever I thought The Force Awakens was, yeah, it was a new hope, just redone. So it was like, cool, nostalgia trip. But like, like I don't know. It wasn't something that I was going to be like, forever hold on to this movie. It was just like, that was cool to see done again, I guess. I fucking loved The Last Jedi. <laughs> I did. I really, oh! and, 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 oh, Yes. God. And the reason that I did was because, and mind you, I grew up on these movies too. And Luke Skywalker was, I, well, I was always more of an Obi-Wan Kenobi guy. So, but still, I, I feel like I was just like, oh, wow, they're actually like challenging me in a way of going like, no, we're not going to do exactly what The Force Awakens did and just give you everything. Just, you know, we're just going to regurgitate all the shit that we hit well on 30, 40 years ago and you'll like it again. Right. At least they were like what for good or bad. They were like, no, nah, we're, we're, we're going to kind of switch things up a little bit. And I thought for the first time in a long time at least since Disney took over, Star Wars was like, oh, wow, they might be going in a different direction. And then The Rise of Skywalker, but a big reason for that movie to work is The Rise of Skywalker needs to bring it home. And The Rise of Skywalker was like, ah, just kidding. We're going to go back to The Force Awakens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and The Emperor's alive. And it's just like, fuck you. Like, at that point, it was like, whether you liked The Last Jedi or didn't, it was like, okay, we might be going somewhere new let's see where this trilogy ends up this could really it could have it could have come together really well i still don't think they should have killed luke in the last jedi i think that was a mistake but yeah like it they did not send it home at all the rise of skywalker i just watched mm. it again a couple months ago because i hadn't seen it since right after it came out and i just was like this movie's almost incoherent like it's just it's bad. all over the place MacGuffin after MacGuffin. This person's alive somehow. This person's alive somehow. Who's that? What the like? It's just so much that's just like this movie sucks. Like it's mm. just it's yeah. it's fun. It looks pretty, but it is so dumb when you think about it. So yeah, I mean I, we we're all in agreement that they they tarnished Star Wars. They really did, and it's crazy that you could have inarguably the biggest brand in pop culture and. 
and have it be viewed as it is now. Like mm-hmm. years and years ago, <laughs> when the when the prequel trilogy started with the Phantom Menace, even then it was still like it was almost like nerdy, like a nerdy thing to like Star Wars. Oh, I'm a Star Wars nerd. It's not a fucking nerdy thing anymore. It's the most popular thing ever invented. You're not a nerd if you like Star Wars. You're just a person with two eyeballs. Like we've all seen it. And that's why you have those people that are like, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Well, no one gives a shit. You're like one of 100 people. Shut up. But (laughs) still, it's so it's crazy that Disney could do that. And then I think Kathleen Kennedy, like you guys said, saw that and was like, let's give Star Wars a rest. And let's try to it's like that South Park episode. If you guys have seen it with George Lucas and them bending over stormtroopers and Indy. And I'm not going to get into the details of what happens in the episode. Uh Uh But that is what Disney is doing to these franchises now right. it's like yeah yeah you liked that did you well watch us take a shit all over it and it's just like <laughs> but why why would you do that to me and like lee i think you probably have seen indie because or it, yeah, I, I know that you do review mostly like every new big movie that comes out and maybe you enjoyed it i haven't watched your review because i haven't seen the movie yet and i know a lot of people are like you know it was it was fine it was decent but again at the end of the day i walk away asking who asked for it, especially mm-hmm. after yeah. the fourth one was so like with fans was just no, no, leave it dead and buried. That's like, literally my don't. stinger, you know, my, <laughs> on, on my thumbnail. I literally wrote who asked. Yeah. But the, the, the point of this entire $300 million movie, the whole point of it, it's like three hours long too. The whole point of it was to pass the fedora in the whip onto this this woman that's in the movie so that she can have so that she can be the next indiana jones make a new movie with a broad star like make a new movie don't don't worry disney came out last month when they saw the tracking for how this was going to do at the box office and they said ah just kidding this is the last one in the series (laughs) how many how many how many hey the underworld movies who's that kate beckinsale yeah she is a bad bitch it's not that we don't want women it's stop repackaging shit that we've already had i don't see like it's like we're, make a new franchise disney, Mila jovovich disney was really thinks, resident evil too i loved Mila jovovich yeah, in those movies yeah. it's like do it's like fuck man xena was a pop lee was watching xena the princess warrior in the 90s you know well, like yeah. the, you gotta it's like just do something new stop i don't know i don't know how this movie is lee i'm not gonna watch it not because I'm trying to be cool. I watched the trailer on Disney Plus and I saw a scene of Harrison Ford with the chick running away and they're on like these like bike machines and stuff. And the yeah. whole time it looked like a CGI Harrison. And yeah. I'm like, I told Sydney, we, cause we, for some reason, I was like, Sydney, I, we were, I've been on this big um, Blade Runner kick. I've watched like every cut of the first movie, then 2049. Mm. And then yeah. I was like, Sydney, let's watch that Shia LaBeouf, Indiana uh, Jones movie. I'd never seen it. She goes, okay, let's watch it. And so she was like, what is that? Is that the new movie? I said, there's no way. It's the trailer. She goes, let's watch the trailer. We looked at each other. I said, this is sad. I can't do it. (laughs) It hurts me to see a CGI Harrison Ford riding a bike thing because he's too old to to really move around. Do something different for me. It's like, I love how Clint Eastwood, as he got older, he now he's directing and stuff and he's transitioning. He did this movie called Gran Torino. That fucking was awesome. fucking incredible. Oh, and oh, for a awesome. guy at his age yeah. to do a movie yeah. like he that. He does original content. Exactly. Yes. And Harrison yes. still has a lot to offer. 
Like yeah. I'm a different kind of cat. My Harrison Ford movies are Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger. I'm mm-hmm. not really into the Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a grounded reality kind of action guy. That's always Mosquito been my coast. St- that's always been my style. So like seeing like Gran Torino, that's a perfect example of an, an actor doing so. But then again, money talks, and I'm sure Harrison made a lot of money on this goddamn yeah. Indiana yeah, Jones I, movie. I, I don't know. See, I I, I, I don't want to give Harrison Ford a pass for this movie too, because he could have ended it just by saying, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." He he's Harrison yeah. Ford. He doesn't yeah, need the he money. He doesn't need money. He doesn't, he doesn't need, need the money. He, he saw how they shafted Han Solo in in The Force Awakens. You know I will I mean? say that was that was his choice though. I was gonna say he yeah, told that was, Disney, oh, that's if you're right, bringing me back, that. you're killing me. I'm not doing more of these movies. I respect oh. that. I do respect yeah. that. Well, kill see, me. that. Yeah, that was smart. You're gonna bring me back, you pay me and kill me so I don't have yeah. to come back again. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So, but I mean, he could have stopped this whole Indiana Jones mess. He could have just went, Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. And it'd been done. It'd been done. I'm sure they paid him a uh, 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 you know god bless him he got paid a lot of money he's harrison ford he doesn't need it at what point do you go wait a minute this is like my legacy do i want to like wipe my ass yeah, with my own it. legacy, that's, you legacy. Know what I mean? that's like, the uh, last yeah. time audiences are going to see you as indiana jones is that really how you want to go out exactly, as exactly exactly yeah should it with the last crusade i mean kingdom of the crystal skull i think is meh it's not terrible like some people make it out yeah. to be the ending is really weird but like there's yeah. fun moments in it harrison was still able enough in most of the movie where you're like you know what it's fine but it should have ended with the last crusade that should have been his thing but I he looked like he Christmas. still looked like a badass in that like in t- yeah in, no he's he had a chest movie yeah he was a man in that you can buy him in kingdom of the crystal skull despite its problems and i think Crystal Skull looks really good after Dial of Destiny. My personal opinion, I've seen some people are enjoying it somewhat, but I've never, I haven't seen anybody say, wow, this is, he went out with a bang. This is, nobody's done that. But I've seen some meh and I've seen some, this should have never happened. And I, I, I'm, How did I'm you feel about I hated it. it. I hated yeah. Dial of Destiny. I couldn't stand it. So good, good, glad. So yeah. their, their target demo. I mean, that's another thing that people aren't thinking about. You put $300 plus million plus into this movie, and your target demo is people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. So yeah. it kids nowadays that make up a lot of the movie-going population, they don't give two shits they don't about give Indiana Jones. They didn't care. Yeah. No. Like, you're, you're going to put this out there, and you're just hoping that dads are going to go see it. And yeah, the dads went and saw it, but their kids were like, I don't know what – I'm not going to see that shit. Like, No, a kid, and, a, a kid went and watched that and went, what's this ancient man doing like fighting people and like, yes. you know, hunting for treasures. This isn't, yes. you know, come on. Dude, and you, you know, the thing about the trailer that killed me, Lee, and I want to ask you, cause you saw the movie. I want to know how this plays in the movie. Just you tell me in the trailer, when you have that scene of him standing at that table and he whips the, the lasso all around or, or the whip or whatever the hell they call it. And again, kind of Indiana Jones dumb, but he whips it all around all crazy. And you can tell it's a body double while he's yeah. doing that. And then it comes back close on his face. And I was like, no, no, no. Like that scene in the movie, did it look as bad as the trailer? Like you could totally tell it wasn't Harrison Ford. I will be honest with you. When I watched the movie, the only CGI that really stuck out bad to me was the opening of the movie when they're trying to de-age him and make him look young. I could totally tell by, especially the voice, it was still old Harrison Ford in a young mm-hmm. body. And the way he moved, the the stunt double or whoever they used did not move like Harrison Ford. So right. that kind of threw me off. When he's doing the 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 whip of the, that's that the trailer pretty much gives you the, the money shot of, of that. 
But outside of that, the, the it feels like Harrison Ford's not wanted in the movie. It feels like the this woman Helena, she's annoyed with him, and he's kind of in her way. That's what it yeah. feels like through the whole movie. They even have this little kid named Teddy, that's uh, supposed to be kind of like Short Round was in Bring Temple back Doom. Short Round. Bring but back he, Short Round. Oh my God, he doesn't. He's the kid's annoying. He doesn't even compare. They, I mean, they they missed a golden opportunity. If you're gonna do Dial of Destiny, just bring back Short Round. Bring back yeah. short round, reunite them. Maybe you get more people excited. But yeah, it was pretty clear to a lot of people. You're trying to pass the whip here. And I'm not like, no, it's it's just like that shit that happened and is still happening about James Bond. Can the next James oh. Bond be a female? No, because it's James no. Bond. No. Create a new spy movie about a female, you fucking idiots. Like, stop mm-hmm. trying to tarnish this. Like, I, I'm all for that type of stuff. Like, if you want to have a female-led movie where she's a badass, that's cool. But she's not James Bond. James Bond no. is a man, a British man. Let's keep it that way. Like, it's so dumb. And I'm not knocking, like, having, I guess, actors in their later years, Twilight years. Uh, it can work. And I I think, like, Stallone, what he did in Rambo 4. Rambo 5's mm-hmm. Okay, I th- I think if anything, the good thing about Rambo Five is you buy it when he's kicking ass and freaking chopping heads off. That guy can do that. I still believe he can do that. The movie 100%. itself isn't that great, but Rambo Four, I freaking Rambo love. Four. Rambo Four is one of the best horror films I've ever it seen. Is. <laughs> That's what it is, man. And you buy it. That guy's holding I mean, a fifty cal. Does that make and, you worry at all about the new Expendables? Does that make you worry at all about the new Expendables movie? Like it gets to a point where guys like Arnold and Sly yeah. maybe shouldn't be doing this stuff anymore. No, I trust. Maybe Stone. not. But uh, I, th- I still buy Stallone. I, you know, I, okay. I follow his Instagram. I know he's he a, he's an I've seen any of the Expendables movies, so I'm not talking from a place of experience. I was asking you guys because I know you are bigger fans, and I wanted to know where you stand on that because they're still running out there and doing these action movies. Is it? Is yeah. it believable? I'll still watch still? Expendables four. You know, of and course. I don't think the Expendables franchise is like a freaking amazing franchise or anything. They're fun, but well, the biggest yeah. thing is. They're not like what Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny was, where it feels like that's not Harrison Ford. That's, and you got to, yeah, you got to uh, understand too, Nick, with the Expendables, Stallone is very smart. He has a yeah. wide cast. Yep. So oh, yeah. it's not like it's not like Sly is doing. Sly's a, just a bad motherfucker, man. I mean, I, I bought him. I think the movie. I, I haven't seen the new the the most recent Rambo, but I remember when I watched <clears throat> Rocky Balboa for the first time. I was a little worried because yeah. I was like, he's getting up there, which is crazy to think now, like almost twenty years later. But like, I was like, he's getting up there. Is this gonna be believable? And I remember by the end of that movie being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally bought that, like completely yep. bought that. There, there are there there are people. And I'm sure Lee would agree, and, and probably pissed too. There are there are there are people that's bodies. If you go see the Rolling Stones today, you yeah. will watch Mick Jagger dance for two hours without <laughs> mm-hmm. stopping. That's all his body knows, and he's never stopped. And Stallone's the same way. He's stayed conditioned since 1970. That's what his body knows. So these guys are unique specimens for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Metallica. I, they're still and they live know. on the road. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. their bodies know, you yeah. know? Yeah. So there's exceptions. Um, have you, have you guys watched that Stallone uh, show on Paramount plus is a uh, new uh, the family, reality show? The reality show? No, I'm no. Not. Oh dude. I it's so fun. It's I love it. I love it. There's an, the second episode, he visits Arnold's 
home. He goes to Arnold Schwarzenegger's home. And in <laughs> Arnold's big office, Arnold has donkeys walking around his office. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Stallone goes, man, what do you do if one of these just takes a big steaming dump? And Arnold, Arnold, what do you mean? What do you do? You pick it up. <laughs> you pick it up. <laughs> They're so Have funny. you watched the Arnold documentary? Um, no. Is there a new one that just came out? On on, it's on Netflix. It just came no, out. No, I haven't. I've watched it twice now. Really I haven't good. seen it. You know what you need to see? Stallone, Frank, that is. That's a, oh, I have. a documentary. I've seen okay. it. It's good. Uh, yeah. Talk about I, living I, that's in That's my watch list. By, yeah. by the way, I just want to say really quick, guys, just for all of us, before we divert into something else, all four of us said the same thing, guys. Don't come for us in the comments. We are totally cool with, you know, like female-led movies and everything like that. We're just <laughs> saying, well, I, I feel like I have to put this, this this disclaimer there, but like we're just saying when you're taking beloved characters and franchises and you're putting those characters into these movies just to try to make money off their backs and make them a secondary character and try to bring somebody else up and kind of give them the shaft, we're not cool with it. That, that's all we're saying. So, yeah. you know, yeah. well, if you have a me, problem, my, if you have a problem, my opinion, listeners, that's that's on you. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let me well, let me tell I'm, you something else I hate really ahead, quick, please. too. OK, I hate the fact that these studios can't accept their failures as failures. There's mm -hmm. always. Well, if you didn't like the Little Mermaid, you're racist. If you didn't like the new Star Wars trilogy, well, you hate strong women. And I, I'm waiting for it. Well, if you don't like this new, um, you know, if you don't like the new Indiana Jones, you must, you, you, you're, you're, you're double. You're ageist. You're, you're ageist. ageist. You're ageist <laughs> and you hate strong women. So you, mm. you're a horrible person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They, they can't accept that you just, they made crap that nobody wanted to see. It's always, it's, it's our fault. It's, well, it's the audience's fault. As long as they're around, they're making a lot of channels rich. And I'm not knocking those channels. You got to do what you got to do. You got to make your money. But I think the flip side of that, because I didn't really talk about that, was then you had any time you would see a strong female show up, automatically they would pounce on it. Anytime, mm -hmm. even if like, like Evil Dead Rise, I got so many comments because people were mad that a transgender person existed. The, you know, and I'm like, I don't care about your characters. No, that's how movie. you do it right in a movie, Lee. That's how you do, that's it, how right. You do it right. You don't yeah. pay attention to it. You don't call it out once. You don't make it a statement. They just exist in the movie. Yes. They, they did exist. it right in that movie. That's it. And there's I didn't even know. A transgender I didn't even know that there was the one. I, 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 I did. That's why it works right there. I didn't, that's mm -hmm. why it works. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's about when you are putting it in people's faces, like, "Hey, guess what? Look at this character. Look but, at this character." No, in the movie, it was just like, "This is Danny. He's yep. the son of the mom. Cool, awesome. I thought they were, thought they were great too. Yeah, you know? but you got so many impressionable minds now that follow a lot of these quote unquote hate channels. I like to call them that, and they they drink the Kool Aid. And and I had so many comments in my Evil Dead Rise review stating that this movie's so woke. They got a transgender person. I'm like, why does that make it like woke? And is, is it a bad thing if there's a transgender person in the movie? You know, also another one I wanted to bring up was prey. I, before prey came out, I already saw so many videos stating that this movie is going to suck. They got a strong female. And I'm like, maybe you want to watch the movie first before, because prey was amazing. Agreed. They built up this. She failed mm -hmm. numerous times mm -hmm. in the movie and she and figured out how to a beat lot. the thing with her brains. Mm -hmm. But some people, yep. they, because it was a female, they got mad. And I'm like, that's horror fans. We're used to strong females. And you want to, you want to know, know exactly. uh, in, 
Exactly. In my opinion, a long-running franchise that brought in a woman, a badass woman, and did it well was uh, No Time to Die. Uh, Ana de Armas's character in that movie. Yeah, she only has a few scenes in that movie as a CIA agent, but she's a badass. And they don't give her the floor. They're not like, "Hey, Daniel Craig, this is your last one, so we're kind of pushing you out the door to set her up." No, yeah. they were like, "This is still your movie, but hey." Look how badass this chick is, too. And she gets her moment to shine. You're like, wow, she's awesome. And then they're like, yeah. anyway, back to Daniel Craig, the point, the reason why you're all here, that's the way you do it, in my opinion. That's mm -hmm. why That's why I get ticked off when I hear people talk about how horror is sexist and misogynist and whatever. And I go, we, we've been repping strong, smart, resourceful women since the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, think again. And, and we didn't make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it, yep. it, yeah. So, there you go. So, there was some bleed off. There was some bleed through with the stuff that is actually happening. But, it get, you know, it bleeds into stuff that's actually not a problem. Like, Evil Dead Rise and Prey. You know? So, mm -hmm. there's two sides I, of yeah. it. Yeah. I had people that asked me, why didn't why didn't you talk about the transgender transgender kid and evil dead rise i was like well because they didn't talk about it in the movie so why would i exactly. why do i need to yeah yeah I, I nobody asked me and i didn't even know that there was a transgender person i didn't know it. and i was like what are you talking mm -hmm. about what are you talking about transgender kid what what, what, what? Yeah, yeah it was it was this one i was like oh good it's for like how, it's like hellraiser also there was a bunch of people that before that movie even came out making videos hellraiser's gone woke they didn't mention it once in the movie. It was yeah, never not once. nothing. No. It was just like this is a. I mean, it's a demon. Any, it's a fucking demon. <laughs> like they don't even have a gender. I. I mean, I guess we just assume like because Doug Bradley was you know obviously very masculine in those movies, so that's what you you think that Pinhead is a is a male. But even though the source material is like this androgynous, like sexless creature, exactly. Exactly. so yeah, and it, that movie did it really well too. But since a person that is like that existed and they cast that person in the movie. They were like, went woke. No, mm -hmm. no, that that's not the same thing. We, we, you can't put everything in the same basket. It doesn't work. And you know, talking about this makes me laugh. Cause I'm looking at my shelf. I'm like, we got all this kind of shit going on with Disney and all that. But then we go to the movie theater and see terrifier too. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy that the polar, you know, you know, it's funny. Like you'd think that would be a movie. Like, oh, we got to cancel this movie. You know? Yeah, no. Mom's group. You know that mom's group that goes and like watches a movie before it comes out. I can't remember the name of it, but they'll like give a rating online for parents and their kids. Mm -hmm. Dude, their write up about Terrifier Two was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to find it. I've got to go find it. What did you think was gonna happen? Yeah. Like it's just like I mean, I remember seeing. I can't remember this group, but I remember they did Transformers, the first Transformers movie, and in their write up about the movie, they said, "Yeah, in the final battle, Megatron transforms into a jet and goes through a building, and it might remind people of 9/11." And I was like, "What oh, the fuck? Like, what are you doing? What?" Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just great. But anybody that went to Terrifier Two and didn't know what they were getting, I want to know what that experience was like. We <laughs> so we were like, "This is awesome." But I want to know what someone thought. Oh, it's just a tame horror movie nowadays. They were probably like, they were like, the maybe, maybe this clown will be like Pennywise. Come on, kids. Come yes. On. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Me and Nick did. Did both of you guys see it in the theater? What's it? Terrifier Two. I yeah. didn't see it in the theater. No. I didn't sit in the theater. No. You guys, I'm telling you, you should have. I know. That's, I wish I that's something I can say. I was a part of that, and mm -hmm. it was wow. And my dude, 
in Louisiana, I just feel like I'm the only horror fan in, in the state. I'm not, obviously, but I feel like it. My theater was packed to the nice. gills. Yep. And I, it I, was and everybody was wearing terrifier shirts. It was incredible. Damn. I mean, it and was I, insane. I live in a suburb of of Dayton that is like what what people around here would call it's full of thousand airs in, in the sense yeah. of like people that live like they're rich, but it's definitely like upper middle class, but they're not actually rich. But it's a lot of these like very, you know, conservative, you know, soccer mom families and my theater mm-hmm. was sold out. And it was just awesome to see. But like Christian and I talked about it because like I got out of my showing like a half hour before he did. And the same thing as Halloween ends, which was hilarious because one of us gives our opinion and then the other one comes out and goes, what the fuck? So that is always awesome. But yeah, it felt like I lived through just for two and a half hours what a lot of people did in the 80s when they went to see just a classic 80s slasher movie and got to experience that. That's what Terrifier 2 was like. And in the theater, man, you could tell. Like, mm-hmm. that theater was it, – it was awesome. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to recapture that for three. I really don't because now that two exists, people have expectations because yeah. this one, man, I, I, I remember waiting for Piz, Piz's review of it. I was waiting for it. And Christian and I even talked about it. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to like this. Or I was just waiting for it. And I remember his review – he was like, I, you know, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I was like, yes. Like, cause I just feel like if you are a horror fan and you have a soft spot for like that eighties slasher shit, there's no way you couldn't like it. There's just no, at least mildly enjoy it. Like you can't walk away from that movie and be like trash. I know mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. Yeah. I love both of them. So, you know, we're at an hour and 20. I don't want to go too much longer. And Piz, thank both of you guys. Lee, thank you for being with us. And Piz, yeah, thank, thank you, you for Piz from your deathbed. Through. He's on Hopefully, his deathbed, but he's, he's giving Maybe us. He's, he might be sleeping right now. Hold on. Maybe we can hear him snore. Hold on. <laughs> the, 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 the pain pills are kicking. <laughs> so I just wanted last last thing I wanted to talk about with everybody. The year's not over. Um, I want to get your thoughts on horror so far this year. We got to talk about horror just a little bit. It is that you need a horror podcast. I want to talk. <laughs> hey, about, we talked about submarines. That, we did, that's horrifying. We did. We did. Yeah. We did. I want to talk just really quick about the horror this year so far. What you guys think and what you're looking forward to, Nick? Since you went last last time, no. Let, let me go. Let me go last. I, I feel like when I talk, I can kind of ramble. So let Piz take it first. Sure. Um. I, I think it's been a slow year for horror. Um, I mean, I, I just do. Um, I think last year and the year before um, were better years for horror uh, up to this point. Right. Um, now, that's not, I mean, we're halfway through the year. So that's not to say there's not going to be some bangers that's going to come out. I mean, there, there's a lot that I'm looking forward to. I mean, there's, I think there's three movies Jeremy wants to watch this month. Um, Insidious. Uh, talk to me and i think the meg 2 is coming out this month too. <laughs> i'm not i'm not expecting much out of insidious honestly i like the first movie but i uh, i've not and i think i've only seen well piz maybe, maybe the first re- have you revisited those movies lately because i actually think that they're aging like fine wines I the really fourth one's do. so good it's so okay. good i've actually that's i i, th- I think I you know should I revisit s- them christian I and i both say the fourth one is the second best one okay I well okay I like Patrick a lot in those movies way more than The Conjuring. He's like a regular human. 
and he's really I agree with relatable. That. He's really relatable in the Conjuring okay. movies. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that before we watch uh, the Red Door. But uh, talk to me. I think looks really strong. I'm looking forward to talk. Yeah, to I'm me. looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to uh, the last voyage of the Demeter. Demeter. Fuck Exorcist. yeah. I think that looks really oh, good. Oh, no, this is something else. This is a Roman numeral. Say it, Piz. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maxine. No. Well, well, saw. Saw, saw, saw. saw. Yeah. That's going to be the sleeper this year, Piz. Watch it. Watch you know, it, Piz. You, you know why? I've, 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 I'm not the biggest Saw guy, but if Saw is if Saw is uh, successful, that that's good. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And when Saw um, is good, it's really good. I, 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 when it is good, it's really good. Like the first movie, I think it's really good. And I mean, I think in, anytime there's a, there's a successful horror movie that's good, theatrical, because you know you're going to get more. But at the, this, at the same time, I think you, it, it tricks the studios into thinking, well, you know, if they like Saw... Let's just give them a bunch more torture porn. Yeah. You know, it's like, instead of like, well, okay, well, let's try a slasher. Let's try a, a possession movie or a murder mystery or something. It's like, okay, if they like this thing enough, let's just give them a million more. But anyway, so I mean, there's, I think this year has been slow so far. I always have to go to my letterbox to even remember, to remind myself what I've seen this year. So yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> exactly yeah so that's that's kind of been this year for me honestly um so i think it's been a slow year so far but you know we're only halfway through the year you know we've got some some good looking movies coming out later i'm sure we'll get hopefully get some good stuff coming out theatrically and through streaming services as we get closer to halloween so i'm i'm hopeful but yeah i, th I think we've i think it's been a slow year i i agree i'll go i'll go next i agree with that uh, I've really enjoyed Renfield Skinner, not Skinner. <laughs> I did not enjoy. <laughs> no. I did. I was gonna make a joke, and I was like, "Not if I'm making a joke." I was gonna say Skinner Rank was the best movie of the year. <laughs> I, there have been some fun movies, sure. Renfield, Evil Dead. Um, I'm sure I've seen other stuff. I just can't even think of it. Uh, I, I'm really excited for Saw. I'm excited for Insidious, which I think that's this week. Yep, Thursday, buddy. I'll be oh, there. Wow. Oh, okay. That I'm excited for that. That one's uh, up. I'm morbidly curious to see how bad Exorcist Believer is going to be. Oh, and that's yeah. I, I, and it's not, it's not David Gordon Green. I just need you guys to understand something. We're going from the great William Peter Blatty writing some of these movies to to mm. to Danny McBride. So that's the big. You 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 guys can talk to me wow. about about you know Disney wanting to you know you know cut off men's dicks this is the biggest sin in the world to me we're going from william peter blatty to danny mcbride writing an exorcist film that's, that's my insane. biggest sin but i'm morbidly curious to see this fucking yeah. movie exorcist believer sounds so straight to video it does it does it does <laughs> it's a terrible name it's a terrible name i'm yeah. i i'm morbidly curious to see it too but at the same time like i'm i'm it's it it, it feels like it could be one of those like this could be the end of the world or like or like it's just going to be one of those extremely depressing movie going experiences i need I, it I, I to because i'm sick of hollow no, zombies being those, your worst experience those are, those are the worst though when you go to the movies and you just feel dead inside after you're not yeah. even angry enough to talk about how you hated it you're just That's like what I, want mm, I, I need I'm piss dead. to go back on these drugs oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, 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 and Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Yes, I'm ready yes. for that. Oh, that's that. yeah, that's coming. Yes. Finally coming to fruition. Thank God. About time. So, where you at, uh, Lee? What do you got for me? Well, I won't I won't bore you with mentioning the bigger guns like Evil Dead Rise and stuff like that. Um, I think it's a mediocre year for sure. But I will mention a couple movies that I actually did dig that don't get talked about enough. I liked Sick that came out, I think, in January, mm -hmm. the Kevin mm -hmm. Williamson movie. I dug yeah. that one. I thought that was fun. I never saw that. Um, Significant Other with Make a Monroe. I never hear anybody talking about that one. And I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It's like a sci-fi type where they're like on this island and some weird shit happens, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. Infinity Pool, I dug. You know, um, but, you know, movies that everybody was going gaga over, like Megan, I, I gave Megan another chance. I don't get it. It just it did nothing for me. It did nothing either. for me either. Nothing. I it just felt it. bland. And they I, had like I have, one I have kill. Peacock. They had like one kill in them. Like, I guess I don't want to say that. That's not fair. But they, you know, the woods scene with the kid. Right. Yeah, I guess it was OK. But I mean, as a whole movie, I, I, I don't know. I just I would watch the doll again in another movie, but I just didn't like everything around her in the movie. So, yeah, that is, Skin of Marink is one of those movies that I it's the one movie I feel bad about hating because I don't. <laughs> I, well, I think it let me I think it's pretentious. And I yes, I, I that's think why they didn't feel bad. They were repetitive so much in the movie. Like I'm mad at the editor. Because it just feels like let's keep showing a freaking uh, corner in, in the top left of the, the wall. And then let's keep showing this phone. And yeah. let's just show that over and over. And let's just play this music on a loop. And now we're edgy and cool. because You know? And it's like, mm -hmm. fuck you. Yeah. Just no. No. Yeah. You could totally <laughs> tell it was a Gen Z, Gen Z directed and written. I mean, it just seemed like that. And so many of them. And it's, I don't want to be that it's, guy. But yeah. When it, it was pretentious. But, like, but I, here's I the thing. Angry. Here's the thing. Go back to the first five minutes of that movie. You were leaning up in your seat like, what the fuck oh, yeah. is about to happen? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it's like, but you know what? I'm not saying I, I'm glad I saw this movie, but you're never going to forget Skin of Marink. You're never going to forget it. Forget and what it, it did create a reaction that you were waiting for that didn't happen. That's it pretty. Created, and that's a good thing. It did. That's a good thing. It, it did. And I. No, we yeah. railed it on the podcast, and we had some people that were like, "Oh, you guys, like, it really wasn't that bad." Now, I mean, I was mad when we talked about it. I, was it. I, was like, takes, I wasted an hour and forty minutes of my life. Listen, it takes angry. it takes a lot for me to bail on a movie. I've seen some really, really bad movies, and I've sat through every second of them. Mm -hmm. I think I made it through 15 minutes of Skin of a Rink, and I just said, what is this? There's the static shot of the wall, static shot of the carpet, shot of a door, shot of a corner. I said, what the? I, okay, bye. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. That was it. Yeah. It gave every YouTuber another creative way to put out a review. <laughs> yeah. We all, like, shot our corners. <laughs> Turn yeah. the lights on. And, yeah. No, yeah, I did a short about that. I thought yeah. I, I thought it was funny. I but, thought I was hey. the only guy that was going to do that. Oh my god, I'm so. No, nah, dude, I was just like skin him a rink <laughs> review, and it was like a 15 second short. And it was just like, it. Here's, my, here's my baseboard, here's yeah. my ceiling, here's a clock, yeah. and that was it. <laughs> like, oh, but I mean, as far as the state of horror this year for me, it's kind of similar to what you guys have said. I feel like the last couple of years we've been spoiled, so it's not even yeah. that it's been a bad year. It's just been like. Yeah, but it hasn't been 2021 or 2022. Um, now, having said that, it has the potential to end up being a good year. There's still a lot of things on the horizon, so mm -hmm. we'll see. But 
Um, <clears throat> I mean, I still think for me, the highlight was Scream 6. I, I really do. I, I think that movie just ruled. Uh, I mean, plot armor and contrivances aside, I, I don't care. It was super mm -hmm. fun to watch in a theater. Um, yeah. And then uh, Evil Dead Rise was cool. Um, but... For, yeah, you mentioned Exorcist, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm. I think I'm most excited for Saul. Like, I, I really do think I am most excited for that. Yeah. Uh, and believe it or not, I am cautiously optimistic for the Nun too. And I will just say, the reason I'm cautiously optimistic is because the last time this happened, Annabelle came out, got trashed. They took a couple years off, came out with Annabelle Creation, which I thought was really solid. It was great. Yeah. The Nun came out, got trashed, took a couple years off. Got a new writing team in there. I'm, I'm hopeful. Like I'm hopeful that that movie can at least be decent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline that I'm. And also, we haven't even talked about. At some point this year, we don't have a release date yet, but it is going to be this year. Uh, one of the people involved said it on a podcast a couple weeks ago. The Strangers, the next Strangers movie is coming wow. out. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be theatrical or straight to streaming. Rennie Harlan directed it. Um, yeah, I mean, sign me up, Rennie Harlan, The Strangers. I don't need any more. Like, yeah, okay. I, I'm excited for that. Okay, all right. Yeah. About Scream 6, I'll say this one last thing. Um, and not the movie Scream 6 itself, but there's a section of horror, and I guess that the same can be said for Halloween too, but there's a section of horror that that's all they, they, they live and breathe Scream. There's nothing yeah. else. Oh. That's all they talk about on Twitter. That's oh. the greatest thing ever. Oh. There's no bad Scream movie. Oh. And it can be a little weird and daunting at times, especially if there's like a, I'm a elf, females love scream. They just do. That, that's like, mm -hmm. they, they wear the scream shirts, their rooms are decked out and, in a thousand and little screens. Shout things. out to the gay community too. The gay community. Yeah. Love the gay community lo they love, love scream. scream. So, you know, mm -hmm. God bless them. God bless them. But it's like, there's other horror movies out there. And like I said, the same can be said for Halloween. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, I think it is the new Halloween. Especially if you go yeah. to the conventions and you see the lines for Nev, J uh, Jamie Kennedy, and Matt, uh, Skeet. I can't believe that's his name. Yeah. Um, their lines. <laughs> Why is that, Christian? Why is that? Their, <laughs> their lines are out the door. Oh, it's, and it's kids. Yeah. It's kids. Kids. You know. Yeah, they they got a whole new generation of fans. You know. Yeah. God bless them. It's yeah. it's crazy. I'm I'm looking really quick on Google just to see if there's anything we haven't mentioned yet because you know someone's gonna say in the someone's gonna say in the comments you guys didn't even mention this movie's coming out. Uh, I will say I watched a movie the other day. I want to know if you guys have seen it, uh, The Requin, which is a shark movie, I guess. Oh uh, Jesus Christ! No. Yes, yeah. oh. terrible. Oh it was my so God! Bad. I love oh. shitty. I love shitty shark. No, 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 no. Please tell him. Please tell him why you should not watch Fuck. that movie. Horrible. Oh God! Yeah. Watch my review of the wreck one instead. You'll be. I still. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I'm gonna watch that tonight because oh. I want to hear what you have to say. Because I seriously, I hated it, man. Okay, I so thought it was trash. Let, have let you me, seen Black Demon? No, no. It's that. a. It's disguised as a shark movie, but it's actually a family a killer drama whale? bullshit movie for like oh. an hour and a half. <laughs> that was a killer. Oh, There's whale. no shark hardly in it. Oh. It's horrible. Let me paint a picture for you of the Requin. Okay, you've got, <laughs> you've got poor Alicia Silverstone. Okay, I mean, wow. at, least, at least at least she got paid for this. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. you want to talk about some bad CGI? She's in the <sighs> middle. She's in the middle of the ocean with her husband, in this like broken off portion of like a house that they were staying in. That's on. Okay, uh, okay. 
Okay. Side note, Alicia Silverstone's terrified of water. So, honey, where are we going to go on vacation? <laughs> on the ocean. Oh, God. <laughs> literally on the ocean. Their, their, little, their little cabin is literally on yeah. the ocean. So the cabin breaks away from where it's, it's, it's put and drifts off into the ocean. It catches on fire. Guess what they do? Do you think they throw any of the copious amounts of ocean water that's around them on the fire to put it out? No, they try putting it out with like a towel, a dry towel. The one oh. there's, there's there's one dry there's one dry thing on this little this little thing. Oh. One, and, and that's what they use to try and put out the fire. The shark should have eaten them right then and there. Oh. I'll be honest, Piz. I turned it off with ten minutes left. Did they survive? Oh yes. Who well, cares? no. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The husband didn't, but Alicia does. But see, oh God, here's another great part of the movie. There's this poor fisherman out in the middle of the ocean who rescues her, and and of course the shark kills him while he's being while he's being eaten alive by the shark. Alicia's just paddling away in his boat. No. And like literally the guy's screaming at her. And I, I just imagine the guy screaming like you, this, the, guy, the guy's either going, I can't believe what a jerk I am to, you know, I saved her. Now I'm being eaten. Or he's yelling like you bitch. Look what you, <laughs> look, what, look what you did to me. But yeah, it's, it's, oh my God. Just watch my review. Just watch. My well, guy, I want to say too, guys, I just Googled and saw a movie that's coming out later this year that I don't think any of us have talked about. And it sounds terrible. The first omen, an omen prequel. Because everybody what? asked for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. also a, a Rosemary's Baby prequel. Oh, I hate Rosemary's what? Baby, and I'm not watching the prequel. And it's already filmed. I love Rosemary's Baby, but I'm curious about the prequel. But I don't know. We'll I just I just hope we get a plethora of, of more Amityville movies. Oh, God. Absolutely. I want to see Amityville Toilet. I want to see Amityville Urinal. <laughs> I want to see uh, Amityville Open Sewer. <laughs> Hey, not jokingly though, I would like to. St I'd still like to see a sequel to that remake. I mean, even if it doesn't make any sense to do one, just because I actually really liked that Amityville remake. And that oh, me too. Yeah, I dug it. Uh, but Amityville Two, the, uh, the possession is the best. Ryan the Reynolds. With, oh, right, yes, Ryan Reynolds. Yep, yeah. you're right. Yep, I remember yeah. it. I remember it. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> good. Amityville, Amityville the possession is the best. It no, is. it is, and that's so I good. constantly get comments on that review too. Still, I mean, it's almost so like good. weekly. It's so good. It's so it good. Is. Italian Uncle director. Paulie. That's why it's so mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Uncle Paulie is pissed yep, off Uncle in that Paulie. movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, anyway, I want to say thank you guys once again for coming on for episode 100. Um, it was, 100 it's years. been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And I, I really appreciate your guys' time. Um, I'll let you guys, Nick, is there anything you want to say? And then we can let Piz and Lee have the final words for episode 100. <sighs> Hundred years, guys. It's it's been crazy. Uh, looking forward to the next hundred. Um, I yeah, it's been awesome. Sorry for the delay. We wanted to make sure we could get these two here. Piz is doing it from his deathbed, and uh, we're very very appreciative of that. Um, we delivered. We delivered. You, you can never say that you need it doesn't deliver. Maybe by episode two hundred, um, who knows? Maybe Piz will be healed by then, and you guys will get to see him. Uh, time will tell. Um, but yeah, no, it's been awesome. We've had both of you guys on here multiple times already. We always enjoy it. The audience always enjoys it. They're always the episodes that tend to get five, six, seven thousand views. So that's always cool too. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for lending your talents and your time and for at least pretending for two hours at a time that you don't totally hate me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And uh, everybody watching and listening, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to him. And now we're going to pass the baton to y'all. I'm, I, I'm Harrison Ford. And uh, you're Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, you know, have at it, uh, guys. Jeez. Um, well, I'll keep it short and sweet, but um, like I said at the beginning, there are very few people that I will um, say no to or not say no to. Is that the right thing? It's it's like, um, I'll never say no to you guys, okay? that that's That's what I'm trying to say. I consider you guys all really good friends. Um, you're genuine you love talking horror and uh i knew this would be easy you know we just start bullshit and that's it forget it mm -hmm. but um yeah this Don't was worry. this was a lot of fun and i appreciate you asking me and 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 i appreciate you having me with piz you know Absolutely. that's great company so yeah make sure you, you check out the uh, make sure you check out the comment section for this one it's gonna be fun i, I oh, can good. guarantee you it's gonna be fun <laughs> i'm sure it will well, uh, we're, there won't be a there won't be a Unita episode one hundred and one. We're canceled after this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good run, Christian. We that was my goal. Hey, I'll just I I'll just canceled? I'll just keep reposting this episode once <laughs> in one <laughs> week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, thank you guys for asking me to come on uh, for the hundredth episode. It was a lot of fun, of course, hanging out with you guys and Lee. It always is, and uh, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, best of luck with uh the the show and you know keep it going and you know here's to uh 100 more episodes cheers yeah and piz we we hope you a speedy recovery man I'm, we're glad sure. you're okay it's scary yeah. out there yeah thank you yeah 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 if you're traveling during the fourth be careful don't tick tock and drive sense. people come on yes please yep. anyway thank you to our listeners for sticking with us 100 episodes we love you and we'll see you guys next time bye